everyone, Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase Dark Dice, a free horror actual play podcast. Chills and thrills await in this creepy campaign, brought to life with a fully original soundtrack. Follow the heroes as they try to survive the exhaustion, stress, and cold in Domain of the Nameless God, the show's first season. Each new season will follow a new story and cast, including a mix of first-time players and folks you might recognize, like Jeff Goldblum, Lily Pichu, and Jasper William Cartwright. Combat is edited to be condensed and enjoyable, while still playing true to the dice rolls. Every terrifying monster feels like it's actually in the room with you. Dark Dice is available for free however you listen to podcasts, or at darkdice.com. So ask yourself, do you seek him? This episode is brought to you in part by BroadlyEpi.com. Whether you want to level up your public health or programming skills for free, want to rent a scientist, or just keep up to date with some of the latest research in public health, go check out BroadlyEpi.com. They also offer custom software solutions for both quantitative and qualitative data analysis and have some tools ready-made on the website. BroadlyEpi.com. Epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello, listeners. This is Ty Vaughn, writer for Syntax and voice of Silas Caldwell. I'm thrilled to showcase our sponsors, the exceptional creative software suite, World Anvil. World Anvil is the one-stop shop for tabletop gamers, fantasy and sci-fi authors, or world-building enthusiasts who just can't wait to start getting some thoughts down. This is far from just a wiki editor. They have a number of tools and features available, including world-building templates, an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription, and you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out. Brought to you by Twin Strangers Productions. Wasting Company Time presents Tell No Tales, Season 2 Episode 2, Keeps Me Sane
I had assumed the meaning was obvious. No, Frank, it is obvious to literally nobody that soup 38 would be shorthand for category regression. Perhaps my genius is simply unrivaled. Jesus. You're so deadpan, I can never tell when you're joking or when you're just being a prick. Then I shall remain an enigma. Yeah, that's one word for it. Oh, we're back to veiled insults now. I see. Shall I leave you to continue decoding my notes alone? No, I... Sorry. You've actually been very helpful. You're so very welcome. Alright, careful with the smugness though, I still have my limits. I am surprised that you reached out at all. Why the change of heart? Don't act like you don't already know. I mean, asking me to go and interview another spirit? That was your angle, right? You thought it'd, I don't know, soften me up or something? Ah, I only... Precisely, Leonardo. And it worked, did it not? As I said unrivaled genius. Yeah, yeah, you're very clever. Good for you. I'm sure you impressed all your caveman teachers back in the Stone Age. I'm only 120 years old. Yeah, I'm sure it feels that way. Time flies and all that. Feels like only yesterday we discovered fire and suddenly that witch Thomas Edison is out here inventing light bulbs. Why are you smiling at me? It's unsettling. Stop it. I'll refrain from doing so in the future. It's just been a long time since I've been teased. Oh, well, there's loads more where that came from. Naturally. Though, shall we hold the light mockery for another time? We still have plenty of work to do, and I'm sure you'd like time to interview another spirit later tonight. Oh, I wasn't planning on it, but... Yeah, no, you're right. I should. Alright, shall we just consolidate what we've got so far? I'll head back out tonight and we can pick up where we left off tomorrow. Is that why the audio diaries were so important to you? It helped you consolidate, to speak aloud what you know and in doing so, understand it better? Well, yeah. I see. Then I shall be your audio diary. Tell me what you've learned and I will listen. My phone doesn't usually make snarky comebacks when I record into it, though. Oh, I would never. We'll see. Okay, so we went back through your notes on the spirit plane pretty much from the start, or at least from when you started seriously looking into it about two years ago. That was when you were made aware of the first case of severe category regression, a category three that spent too long on the waiting list, and by the time dispatchers got to it was... As far as anyone could tell, back to being a Category 1. That's right. But then the next one didn't happen for another two months. A Category 2 whose manifestations seemed to be getting weaker with time. You... Observed him? You make it sound so repugnant. It kind of was, though. You could tell he was suffering. You noted down personal observations that the space he was tethered to felt painful and disorienting even to you. And yet you let him sit there for months while you visited him and watched him just slip away. 
did not know the kind of mental toll it took on a spirit. Not at the time. Not until I interviewed Mary Barker. Exactly. Your device allowed for a previously untapped perspective into what was happening to these spirits. A device that you weren't supposed to know about. You recorded your notes and played back these spirits' interviews on company property. What did you expect? That is not the get-out-of-jail-free card you think it is. You bugged my office, Frank. Anyway, not even the point. The point is that Mary Barker was suffering. Her mind was slipping along with whatever physicality she had, and for over a century, she suffered. So, thanks to you, we were able to ascertain the effect it had on a spirit's mind. And that's when you started doing more field experiments on the slipping spirits? Yes. I couldn't risk removing the spirit from its tether, given that it seemed to be the space around them that was of interest. Of course you wouldn't possibly think to help them by taking them away from the space. I thought you had taken a firm anti-removal stance. Oh, I'm not getting into this argument with you again, Frank. That's all we've got so far anyway. We can cover the results of the next round of experiments next time, just... I'd like to go talk to someone that's not you for a bit, please. Of course. I trust you have plenty of files with which to keep yourself occupied. Yep. Then I shall excuse myself. Good night, Leonardo. Uh, yeah. Night. Alright. Audio diary of Leo Quinn, interplanar researcher with an unfortunate affiliation to Frank Williamson, director of Better Place. There are a lot more cases of people cancelling the removal of a spirit than I'd ever even dreamed of. I'm not sure how we missed them all back when we were working at Better Place. I suppose they're still quite rare when you compare them to all the cases that come through every week, but over time, they pile up. And I've got most of them out of Frank's archive. This one especially, I've been itching to get to. Case BL number 1728, category 2, case status unresolved. Looks like the report came from a Gemma Langley who noticed electronics turning on seemingly unprompted in her house, but the case was cancelled a month or two after research had finished their investigation. Thankfully, Bindu's always been a lot more thorough in her cases than Paul was, so we've got a bit more to go off on this one. We're pretty sure the spirit belongs to a Micah Dunnings, a past tenant of the house before the landlord sold the place. They died in a mugging gone wrong while travelling abroad in 2012, at 37 years old. They were always on one trip or another, it looks like. Usually hitchhiking or hostel hopping. Bindu actually threw in a map of all the places they'd visited. They've been, honestly, kind of everywhere. At least a handful of places in every continent. Yeah, even Antarctica. It must be very weird for them to be tethered to just one place. Gemma still lives at the address and she owns the house, so no landlord to cancel the case on her behalf so I'm assuming that she for some reason decided she didn't mind sharing her space. Hopefully that will make her easier to reach out to. There's a phone number attached from when she called to open the case originally, so here's hoping she hasn't changed it. 
Hi, is this Gemma Langley? Yeah. Who am I speaking with? Um, my name's Leo Quinn. I'm a researcher developing a device to facilitate communication with spirits. I understand that you're sharing your space with a spirit? Um, how did... That case was cancelled years ago. No, I understand. I'm not calling on behalf of Better Place. If the spirit still lives in your residence, I'd like the chance to speak with them. My recorder will pick up their voice, so you'll be able to communicate with them. This is a weird question, but are you using they because you don't know their gender, or because you know they're... uh... a they? Uh, uh, well, I actually have the case file from Better Place. Just, I mean, just from a contact there. I'm definitely not working on their behalf. I'm kind of anti-better place, personally. Uh, But, yeah. Um, The file says they're non-binary and they used they-them pronouns in life. Micah is their name. How's tonight? Yes, yeah, no, tonight's great. I can be there in, like, uh, 40 minutes, I think. Uh, The address is also in the file. Okay, I'll see you then, Leo. Yeah, see you. God, I've missed this. You're sure it's okay if I'm in here with you? Yeah, you live with them. It's only fair you get to introduce yourselves properly. Okay! (laughs) I'll... I mean, I'll be as quiet as you need me to be while you ask your questions. Honestly, now that it plays back in real time, it's more of a conversation than anything. You'll see. Let me just... Hi, Micah. I'm not sure if Gemma told you who I am, but I'm working on a research project hoping to facilitate communication with spirits. If you're willing to answer a few questions, this recorder will be able to pick up your voice in real time. If you're happy to, could you tell me some basic identifiable details just to confirm who you are? Hi, Leo. And Gemma. Whoa, that's weird. A bit of a lag, though, if you're open to constructive feedback. I'm Micah Dunnings. I'm a Sagittarius. Although, if you need concrete details, my date of birth is the 26th of November, 1977. I like long walks on the beach, um, seeing new places, and... Oh, as of the last few years, podcasts. They're new. I love them. Yeah. You especially love listening to them at two in the morning. Oh, sorry. I said I'd be quiet. When else is your phone ever free? I have a laptop. I've been leaving it open for you every night in the living room. Yeah, but that's so much more work. I don't have hands, Gemma. Is this what the case file was referring to? Electronics turning on by themselves? (laughs) Yep. I can do that, apparently. Most of the time. When I sort of came to consciousness, Gemma had already moved in. And she'd be listening to something pretty much all the time. Some show or other. Usually audio drama. Or people playing Dungeons and Dragons. Which I thought was incredibly dorky at first. But they're actually so much fun. And I didn't have anything else to do. Just kind of hanging out here without a body. So... I listened along with her, which was 
really annoying when she'd go out, and by the time she'd come back, I'd missed about three episodes in a whole story arc. So, one night, a few years in, she left her phone on charge while she slept, and I just... Well, I wanted to listen to the last few episodes so badly. And it just sort of started playing from where I'd left off. Which was horrifying, by the way. I've heard the podcast you listen to. Nothing horrifies you. <laughs> Sorry to derail, um, but can I ask why you think you manifested in this house? Your case file mentioned you traveled a lot. It must be weird being tethered to the house. You're telling me. But it makes sense, I think. This place was home. The first place that was ever home, actually. For years, everywhere I lived always had a ton of housemates to save on rent, and I was in a different city every year. When I hit 30, I realized that I spent so much of my time traveling and meeting new people that what I really wanted was a place to come home to where I could just be on my own for a bit. Until the next time I'd saved enough money to go back out on the road again, at least. So this place was a special little sanctuary. I never spent enough time in it to feel stuck here. Not in life, at least. It was always somewhere that was mine, and that was a blessing to come home to. Until I died, and now I can't leave. The gem has been genuinely amazing, though. Squabbling aside. And her podcast, too. It all keeps me sane. I still get that itchy feeling. Like I need to get away to somewhere new. Like, all the time. But it's not so bad being here and getting to listen to all these shows of worlds I'd never dreamed of. Shows set in asteroid belts, mysterious woods, weird small towns, remote bunkers in the Arctic. I still feel like a tourist, in a way. I noticed you especially like the queer ones, too. As if you listen to anything else. But, yeah, I appreciated you defaulting to neutral pronouns for me. Even before I kept making you listen to all the shows with NB characters I could find. I've only been dead ten years, but I feel like I'm from a different time. This stuff's groundbreaking. All these queer stories, a click away. I can understand that. The amount of trans rep out there still surprises me sometimes. And I'm not even dead, I'm just really bad at pop culture. Look, see? Trans solidarity even pierces the veil. <laughs> <sighs> it's past her bedtime. Wuss. I have work in the morning! Yeah, I know. You wake me up at some ungodly hour every weekday, how could I forget? Not my fault you're like omnipresent. I don't know, I kind of have to, like, move between rooms these days. I mean, it's not a big place, so it isn't far, but it's something new. Still don't have an actual body to speak of, though. Don't worry too much. That'll come with time. Hopefully. I mean, it will. It should? Every spirit progresses at a different pace, but... My friend Julia is much better with a theory behind all this, but if you're already kind of condensing, so to speak, 
it sounds like you're already on your way to becoming a Category 3. That means poltergeist. <laughs> Sick! Oh, God. So they can cause me more problems? You love me. I do, but I also hate you. Well, I love you. Just not as much as I love your phone. <laughs> well, I know your birthday now. What if I got you one of your own? <gasps> no. Really? Yeah, if it keeps you out of mine. Oh, I wonder if I can send texts. I cannot tell you how glad I am that you don't already know the answer to that question. Aw, scared I'll send a text to Sophie on your behalf? Afraid of a little open and honest communication with your not-girlfriend? Okay, I <laughs> think it's time I went to bed. Sure. I'll get out of your hair. Anything to say, Micah, before I go? No, just... If you ever go anywhere interesting, send me a postcard. Deal. This episode of Tell No Tales was written and produced by Leanne Egan. In it, you heard the voices of Leanne Egan as Leo, Asha Amor Train as Frank, Lauren Kong as Gemma, and Ray Lundberg as Micah. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you let someone know. It doesn't have to be us, but it would be a nice ego boost if it was. You can find us on Twitter or Tumblr at Tell no Tales Pod, and as always, links and information about transcripts can be found in the show notes. Thank you to everyone who contributed to our Season 2 crowdfund. But with special thanks this episode to Melvis Mystery for your incredibly generous support this season. Tell No Tales is distributed by Wasting Company Time Productions under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Thank you for listening. And remember, the dead don't bite.